Okay. And we're recording. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, uh, to another podcast by Scarf Life with your co-hosts Adele and The Baker. How's it going, folks? So, The Baker, we just finished watching RSL get a total of uh, three, two, one, zero points at LAFC. How you feeling? Yeah. Um, About that. I'm... I'm not surprised. It's no part of me was like shocked that we didn't get any points. Um, and then th- that was before today. And then I saw the lineup and I was like, let's just hope it's not a bloodbath. Um, it, yeah. I mean, it, it honestly, the, the kind of the last 30 minutes and uh, out of that game were actually, we looked pretty decent. We had some good buildup. We had some good possession. Um, I think nothing ever really threatening, minus a few shots that you know Bofo ended up taking. But all in all, I'm happy we only lost by two. To be 100 percent honest with you, well, it is an improvement from the five-one at home. Yeah, I mean, I, I was thinking that uh, I was hoping I should say that you know we show up and and we we you know as much as I wanted us to win this game, I really wanted LAFC to lose this game. Um, I wanted to see Benny fail. Feel hard, harder, Benny. Feel harder, um, and and that didn't happen, and that's you know unfortunate uh, for what it's worth. I think RSL uh, was hoping for maybe a point realistically, and we we can't be that surprised with what we've got. It, you're shaking it, your head. You're saying no. Absolutely not, man. If we went into this game hoping for a point, playing against an A team LAFC who just won, uh, actually lost their first home game of the year at home, meaning, you know, they're coming out for redemption. They got, man, they got a really good lineup out there, right? I, I know that, you know, uh, Blessing didn't start. Who Blessing or Blessings? Blessing. Well, he didn't start. He ripped us apart last time. Come on, man. You don't start with the lineup we started with tonight, leaving out Plata, um, leaving out, you know, Small names like Savarino, right? Um, Krylak, expecting to get anything out of this game. I hate this approach. Hate it. Where we went into a midweek game expecting a total of zero points, nothing out of it. What what are we going to play? It's the last 10 games of the season. You don't rest people last 10 games of the season. I'm not a coach. I'm not Mike Petke. I'm sure he's a lot smarter than I am in this area. It's not showing right now. Why are we going with a half-ass team into a game that can do one of two things for us? Either put us into the third place in the Western Conference or put us on the brink of being out of the playoffs before having to play another two games on the road against quality teams. I do not understand it. I don't agree with it. I don't know what in the world we're doing. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of the decisions around tonight are need to be judged with you know, what the result ends up being on Saturday. You know, we if we go to Houston, we walk away with three points, all of a sudden Pet looks like a genius. Like, that's that's the fact of the matter. Um, it, if we get all three, it, it it's, you know, all, all of a sudden this was a wise decision and it was good to rest some of those key starters. No, I don't give him that, man. I'll, you know me. I love Mike Petke. I love his um, passion. I love the way he approaches the game. I love his not caring attitude. 
But no, what what we go into Houston on Saturday, get three points, and what does that mean? We wouldn't have gotten three points tonight had we tried a little harder. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I was of the opinion that before this road trip had started, that if we walk away with a point, I would be happy, especially given our road form this year. Um, I know you disagreed. I think you were predicting four points out of these three games, which I think is you know ridiculous. <laughs> I'm still predicting four points out of these three games. And- one game down, so we need at least one and three in the next two. I desperately want you to be right. I really do. I don't think you are, unfortunately. Um, it, it's This team just doesn't perform well on the road, and we've got a tough schedule coming up. I, I think um, you know Colorado is always supposed to be kind of the safe bet there and, and you know guaranteed three points, and that clearly isn't the case anymore. They're performing well. They just uh, uh, ended up with a tie on the road with – LA Galaxy, um, to salvage the point of death. All things considered, I mean, it, it's once again, I want to be wrong. I really do. I just don't think I am. Look, man, when it comes to safe bets, Olympus High School away is not a safe three points at this point, right? Nothing is safe. The next two games are a little easier than this one. I still don't understand why we're not stomping on these guys. They just lost at home. Having said that, I mean, who's going to stomp? We don't have a number nine. No one's there to score the goals. Did anyone impress and or disappoint you tonight specifically? I mean, it's it's honestly at this point, we should just have a, a copy and paste function when it comes to our striker conversation. Um, Corey Baird had an amazing start and and a good he he kind of there was a there was that stretch when you know he it looked like he was the answer. Corey Baird, I think if I'm not mistaken, now in six games has a scored a goal as our starting striker. Um, including tonight, including tonight, it, it's it's if that isn't indicative of a problem, I don't know what is. Um, here's the guy who was saying, "Hey, we need you to carry the points," and he isn't. Um, I, I think last uh, week you talked about you know our favorite guy Rushnek. Um He stepped up tonight. I thought really, I thought so. Yes, I thought he was the second best player on the field tonight. I mean, I don't think that's saying a whole lot. Uh, given that no one looked fantastic, it's I actually thought Rushnek disappeared for long stretches of time. Yeah. Um, didn't look good, wasn't creative on the ball. Um, and the way our team is structured right now, if Rushnek doesn't play well, RSL doesn't play well. We said that last week as well. It's it's our problems are known commodities at this point. We just didn't go out and fix them. As far as standouts, um, you know, I I would be I would be very disappointed if I didn't mention Ramirez and the possible rumors of him, you know, coming to Real Salt Lake at one point. I don't know how official they were or how deep those conversations ever got. Um, you know, here's a guy that scores two on us. You know, Nutmegs, RCB, um, can clearly do no wrong. Uh, and, he, you know, it, it's... Had he gone to an Eastern Conference team, I'd understand. You know, if I'm Minnesota, there's no way I'm making my conference stronger by giving away one of my best players. But here he is at LAFC, so he clearly was for sale, and clearly the conference, you know, issue wasn't an issue. Um, it, it during that 90 minute stretch, I couldn't help thinking, what if? We're missing a poacher, a center forward, and I don't give a damn guy, someone like a Euromosisian who just left or some Spanish name that comes to mind, Little Biz starts with an O or R, or leave it at that, that could have been. Um, are you saying our 
front office should have gone a lot harder after the number one need on the whole team? Well, I mean, yeah, at, at this point, it's, you know, once again, it, everyone knows how our transfer season panned out. Um, uh, I, I am, I said it before, I was very much on the fence about, you know, Craig Weibel's job uh, being renewed at in the air. I, I couldn't say I felt strongly one way or another. Um, the lack of our ability to sign a striker this in this transfer window has put me squarely in the Weibel out camp. We need to make some drastic changes as a team, as an organization, for him to keep his job. When was the last time we walked? In, we went into a game and you felt confident we're winning it? Um, it it's it's been years at this point. It's been um, a while, hasn't it? Absolutely. That's and, front office. Yeah, it, and and you know there are, he does have his fans. He has his fans on Twitter. He has his fans on Reddit who are saying anyone that thinks you know we weren't trying to sign a number nine. You know, it doesn't understand. It's well, I tried have. to sign the number nine. That's not the point. That's right. why I'm not the GM of Real Salt Lake, a hundred million dollar organization, right? You got to deliver. Absolutely. It, it's it's you know we we clearly know how to scout these players, um, and it 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 just isn't happening. And and that's got to be on Weibel. It, it's I understand getting guys to come to Real Salt Lake is not an easy task. It is it is everyone wants a striker. Um, Everyone is prepared to pay top dollar. And not a lot of these guys that you're talking to are going to know where Sandy, Utah is. Um, you've got a tough gig, but you're also the guy that raised your hand for said gig. And if you can't deliver as a fan base, we're going to call you out on that. And I think that's what's happening. We're calling you out right now, Craig. <laughs> in case that was missing in the translation at any point, by the way. It is getting a little ridiculous. It's, it's multiple years now. I get why his trigger finger is a little shy right now. Total screw up on Euro Mosesian. Yeah, that's fair. Total screw up on Ortinho. Once again, fair fair assessment. Also, would you say, well, actually, there's no matter what you say, the two most expensive signings we've ever had in our history. Um, I mean, I'm, if I remember correctly, I think uh, uh, Burrito actually... Burrito was a great signing. Well, he was, you know, until his dog got sick. <laughs> well, let's not pick on burrito. I mean, let's say the two most expensive screw ups sure, in our history in and recent recent history. I I, I don't. No, I don't I mean, think there were any. There were anywhere near that historically. I mean, the I know big Jaime names wasn't here for free. Uh, you know, it, it, it's. I can't say definitely but, one way or another. I, I'm not familiar with right that. in recent history. Absolutely, the two most expensive. You know, screwers have been on those two strikers, and they've been on the Craig Weibel's watch. We're calling you out, Craig. Um, it, it and once again, it, it's. I don't think it's just him sitting at his desk making these decisions. I think there are, you know, Ortuño came here, Ortuño but results has, count, Craig. Absolutely, results count. Ortuño is was here. He managed to bring him here. We were paying him. I remember watching this guy's highlights, thinking, "I'm excited to have this guy here." Whom did we miss out on, Craig? I, I don't I don't follow that comment. Your name is Craig. Like we signed Ortuño for north of seven figures. Right. It, it's you're saying what who else they, was available what, at that time for sure, north of seven figures? Sure. What what did we? So it, there's the you know and we talked about this last time. It's there's the cost of signing a guy and then there's the cost of the guys you didn't sign. It, it's we have lost time. We've lost those resources. We you know that DP slot was taken. I don't know what the you know full on MLS funny money rules are there with. You know what our options are as far as the remainder of the year. I don't know how much money we are still 
owing both Yura and Fortunio. Um, all things considered, it was a total, total disaster. And our, I feel like that's that's been the summary of our number nine uh, situation. In recent years, man, I, I, thought that, I thought that guy, when I saw his YouTube highlights and I looked into him, I thought he was going to be a 20-plus goal guy. Doesn't matter. That's all gone. Get back to this game for just a second, man. Um, uh, in my opinion, I thought um, Rushniak, and I know I've been, uh, you know, ragging on the guy for a little while now uh, because, I, in my opinion, he has he had not stepped up to the point where he was supposed to be in a recent past because he's supposed to be our guy. He's the guy. He is the Messi of our team. He's the Ronaldo of our team. He is the guy. When nothing else works, it's supposed to go through him. I don't think he was quite that guy tonight, but it was a lot better than the previous few games, even though we had some you know, positive results in the previous few games. But, man, Bofo. Bofo was absolutely impressive, in my opinion, tonight. He screwed up a few, sure. He was, it, it, it almost seemed like he's the only guy trying out there. Um, I, I liked the way Kyle performed, uh, but that's about it. Now let me ask you a little question. So first 45 go by, we get scored on twice. I think I'm sitting on the couch next to you having a beer, and I'm saying something like, I don't know if Nick Romando cares anymore. That, that happened. 46th minute comes around of the second half. Nick Romando is no longer on the field. Do you read into it at all, or are you buying the official story of a hamstring injury? I mean, I, I love a good conspiracy theory. I absolutely do as much as the next guy, especially when it comes to sports. Um, I think he took a knock in the first 45. I do genuinely believe he is hurting. I also believe that Nick Romando of two or three years ago would have played through said knock without saying a thing. Um, it's, it's, I think, I think if you are a goalkeeper and you see one of your center backs just get danced around and then literally the second center back get nutmegged, leaving you, I mean, and that, that happened, like we can sit here and I'm proud of our, our local club and I support local soccer and I love Real Salt Lake and I will own my season tickets until the day I die. But our center backs got nutmegged, which then led to a goal. As a goalkeeper, I, I'm I'm checking out. I'm I, you. What, what are you supposed to do as a grown man when the guys whose job it is to prevent shots on goal are letting the ball go between their legs? I I get it. I I think he had a you know he maybe said some things in the locker room they shouldn't have said. I think Petke infamously does what he has to do. I think it was a fantastic opportunity for Putna. <laughs> he did well. The guy stepped up. He had some good saves. I think he looked confident. Uh, there was a. There are moments when I think to myself, "Man, we are in trouble." When Nick Romando, Nick Romando decides to retire, tonight wasn't one of those moments. Um, I, I am. I'm disappointed that it ended up being a substitution when I think the team could have benefited from an additional sub on the field, specifically in our attack moving forward. Um, so, yeah, I, I buy the official story, but not the official reason. Um, I do think he got bumped. I do think he's hurting, but I don't think that was the primary reason to keep him off. That's just my two cents. Fair. Fair enough. Um, I will not even touch this, 
Well, I will touch this, but I will not let you touch it back right now. It's a future discussion. Should we have kept Jeff Atinella? Do not even, no, say nothing, say nothing. Overall, to take it, you know, bring it home, um, my final impressions. We deserve to lose this game. We went into the game with the mentality that we were going to lose the game. I'm not going to sit here and give you any kind of a uh, quote-unquote expert tactical advice of why we lost the game. There are other pages that will do that for you. But we lost the game and we walked. We went into it with the mentality that we're, we're going to lose it. I cannot understand it. Here's what I'm going to ask of the team on behalf of the fan base. Next time, and we had this discussion about our U.S. Open Cup not too long ago, when it was at home and we lost to, uh, well, we, we started basically our third lineup in right. that game. It's okay, Mike. You want to throw a game? That's okay. Let me know. I got stuff to do. <laughs> I got a job. I got a family. I got stuff to do. I got probably better stuff to do than to sit for two hours and watch a game you're throwing. Now, I love you, and I've loved this team since before I've known what your name was. That's not the point here. The point is, let us know. Don't If you're going to throw a talent, that's fine. And you know what? Throw it in more than an hour before the game because, you know what? We're committed. Chances are I'll still watch the game regardless what else is happening. But... Let us know. Why are we throwing games? It's 10 games at this point, nine games at the end of the season. There are no points that are better than others. Get them all. Very disappointed and fix it. Yeah. I mean, I, th I think uh, I wouldn't, I'm not quite as extreme. I don't think we, you know, threw the game. I definitely don't think we tried to win the game. Um, I think that was a roster built for a tie. And then that very quickly evaporated. Um, highlight of the match for me has got to be, you know, Beckerman just knocking Benny on his ass. Uh, I will go to sleep cherishing that memory. Not quite as much as the full three points, but it'll it'll do it for the moment. Um, I think this these next two games are going to be brutal, and I think we come out of this road trip outside of the playoffs, um, out of that outside of that playoff line, I should say. And I don't see us getting back into the top six. And if we do, it'll be one definitely one of the away games where I think we get bounced early. Too soon. Stop it. Hey, Stop right there. I, I Way think, too soon. I think we got to be realistic hey, with the fans. We're winning Houston Saturday. I'm calling a loss against Houston. Believe me. RSL Nation, uh, keep us honest. Uh, comment. Let us know what you think the Houston result's going to be. And we'll talk to you after that match. Have a great night. Goodbye.